Welcome back to Kitten and Her Wolves podcast. We are dedicated to unifying the kink and swinging lifestyles to allow all those that want to to explore the world of BDSM, kink, fetish, ethical non-monogamy and swinging without judgment but with knowledge, understanding and respect of others. So if you've been curious about these lifestyles and want to learn more, you've come to the right place. And today, this is part four of our live recording from last week. Can you believe it? We had so much content, we split it into four so it's bite-sized chunks for you to listen to. Just a quick reminder though, this podcast contains adult content and is aimed at those over the age of 18. So if you're under that or you're easily offended, please stop listening now. Uh, But if you're over that and looking to broaden your mind, then welcome along. This is the final part and then we have the questions that we had given in from the audience and also then um, our topic of unifying the kink and swinging lifestyles. So we talked through that and in we go. So it says, I found your podcast via your couple's profile on Fab, but originally started down the proverbial rabbit hole um, after YouTube of all places recommended uh, Toronto Unicorns content, um, listened to, but wanted to find um, some UK orientated lifestyle podcasts, found Bedhoppers, which is a good podcast. They've got a lot of content on there. Um, they mentioned Fab, so we looked on there, um, which has then led, us, led them to us. Um, so the question being, um, do you guys listen to other podcasts, and if so, what? Um, so I've listened to quite a few, actually. So I've listened to some of the bed poppers, not all of them. Um, I tend to pick episodes on topics that I find interesting. Another one I found, which is a Canadian-based one, called The Monogamish Marriage. Um, uh, Vanilla to Vixen as well, which you've been on with them as well, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one who, which is, um, I, th- I think they're Australian, which is Wonderlust mm. um, Swingers um, as well. Are they UK based, but they are I'm Australian? I'm not sure. I, they, they travel they, quite a lot. They've been traveling a lot. They've been traveling a lot. I think really. the beauty of it is that this is something that we could never even dream of happening 10 years ago. No, no. And, and there's been an explosion on the scene now of mm. this sort of material been available to the main to the wide stream yeah. to the mainstream and it's excited an awful lot of interest and it's great because it's raising the standards of the podcasts yeah and the professionalism that the people are going into yeah which i think is fantastic mm. i mean the thing is i think every podcast has got its own thing to Twist. offer yeah. yeah um so it depends on what you're into what you like what you find fascinating i mean for us for our particular one we're aiming for this unification yeah. of the scenes. We're coming to that. Um, we, we are coming to that. Um, but again, others related to purity swinging and, mm. and just and just and other people just having generally having a laugh, which mm. is. You know. I find what a great way of I found a few is because I follow the ones I've just mentioned on sort of either Instagram or Twitter. Then it gives you other suggestions. Instagram in particular gives you other suggestions of what might happen you might like and if it mentions the word podcast in their bio and stuff it pulls in and i found another couple that i haven't even started listening to yet and i can't now remember the names of um but that seem really good in fact actually one of them is of a similar um size to us and it's been going the same and i was like oh man they seem quite like i need to definitely need similar to listen dynamic to that. similar dynamic yeah. similar length of time similar um you know um starting point and coming out and, and to that so it's really um there's there is a lot more than you think out there um and it's 
There's one thing coming on to the unification, as I've said before, is, um, and we were chatting for this when we were prepping for the live we did on Instagram and then um, what have you. You all right? Yes, you carry on. Oh, okay. Um, you know, talking about unifying everyone in alternate lifestyles um, and opening conversations with people um, to find common ground and um, respect instead of division. You know, we've, we've had a surge for I the... Think, I think there's been, there's been an awful lot in the past of um, people saying swing and kink don't mix. Um, yeah. And... They can't mix, it won't work, people don't understand, it's driven around different agendas. And I think rightly so, in certain scenarios, there are certain elements of kink, I think, that just will not ever sort of really gel. But there are so many swingers that have entered the lifestyle and I joke about this one, about the fact that they've gone and they've gone to their shops, they've seen the nice stuff, they've also seen, most shops have got something relating to bondage and yep. kink in there. Yep. Whether it be interesting toys or whether it be cuffs and things like that. And there have been, and, and we joke about this, we don't joke, we're being deadly serious actually, a lot of films have started to portray elements of kink mm. and bondage in there. And swingers are thinking about what can we add to our repertoire. Yeah. And we want to learn more. And how can we as communities share safety and skill with people that are new to the scene and let them understand rather than keeping it as if it's a, a guarded, hallowed book that's hidden in some sort of, you know, vault and safe that can only be handed to so many people, the ones that are worthy. Yeah. It's not like that. No. We need to share it. We need to be able to say, okay, guys, so you want to know about a little bit of slap and tickle, do you? Okay. Let's talk about the ethics. Let's show some skill sets. Yeah. This is a demo. This is what it's like to do this. Do you want to have a go? and actually facilitating couples I stop and I think about the number of demos that I've done when I've been housed on at um, playgrounds um, I very very rarely actually go off chasing people people come and find me I'll mm. sit there quite happily I'll disappear and people will say Tina I'd love to have a go in the barn and it's like okay so let's have a chat what are you thinking he wants to learn how to slap my bottom properly. And I'm like, is that what you like? And so, so we, okay, so we, let's talk boundaries, let's do that. And me and my, my partner, um, with the letter J, the two of us will don um, and teach and educate and talk about the tactile side of things. Talk about mm. boundaries, safe words. The, the name of the game is not to break people, it's to excite people. And, and teach people to rediscover their bodies. Yeah. A lot of people in the swing community see it as a very social thing and the whole thing about, um, you know, swinging is talking to everyone because you're talking to the audience to engage them. But when you go into the BDSM and the fetish side of it, by the time you've walked up into that area, 
you need to be sort of how can you put it treating it and I mentioned it mm. earlier like you're going to church yeah and you're going there to watch a service and you're going to learn things but at the same time not be afraid to ask things where there's pauses or you know I mean I, I'm a great one for sort of I'll turn around and say to people you know excuse me I'll just put this down oh. you, know, you can make an awful lot of noise okay but it doesn't hurt and a lot of people will cringe and they will be going oh oh that must hurt oh crikey and then you go hold your hand out did that hurt no but it sounded very naughty <laughs> and it's that sort of thing yeah and and it's letting couples play with stuff you know i take gear with me mm. and i've sort of got my gear and then i've got how could you put it pass it round and play with it gear and have a feel you know and then obviously stick it on a different pile and clean it all up afterwards yeah but it's so nice to be able to share that and let people learn how to do it safely mm. you know it's like the whole business with ropes and tying people up you know it's all well and good to go and get yourself 50 yards of bailing twine and sort of strap the missus down on the floor, on the bed and then end up why she's gone blue in the face and she's suffering if someone has told you number one where's your bloody shears yeah and you know have you thought about emergencies how quickly you can get someone out of something have you thought about where you tie knots how you do it yeah it's all well and good looking at an airfix kit excuse me copyright looking at a workshop manual that says do it like this practice learning on things like that yeah and it's very difficult to do that if you're looking for quality time at home and you've got the two little ones in the room next door you're not going to get into that right zone no. So go to munches, even as swingers, and say you are interested in the scene. Mm. Learn from the community. Yeah. And the thing is, it's uh, it's a case of I don't understand. There are some some members of the, I will say there are some members of the BDSM community that are quite closed off, mm. uh, and there are a lot that aren't. And the main, mm. mo the most important thing is, the more the less closed off you are in a BDSM community, the safer the world becomes. The safer yeah. the world becomes, because and also. You know, we want more people in the community. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, it's going to end up becoming a community of one. It's <laughs> also, it's like this, um, you know, there's been a real sort of surge of discussion and talk about the swinging lifestyle, you know, which has been, has prompted a massive influx of people coming into it. You know, a certain wife, you know, kind of talking about it an awful lot and having a lot of success on TikTok. But also there is, that, that same thing is coming <coughs> from BDSM. I think that I see that that's going to happen. Mm, and whether is. that's crossing over into being both swing and, and BDSM and kink, or whether that is that it's gonna have the same um, kind of upsurge for people coming over or coming into it and feeling safe to come into it, which is wh why we started. You know, we both had bumpy roads into the lifestyle, so making sure that other people feel safe to kind of try it is our big thing, but we don't wanna create, you don't wanna be divided in an alt, alt if you're in an alternative, if you're in an alternate world, yes. you don't want to become isolated in an alternate world. You want to have community and share. Exactly that, yeah. How do we do it? How do we make sure that, that it, we stop the division happening? Well, there, there are events um, such as Entice. Oh, yes. Which yep. is You see, there's a classic fantastic. example. There's a classic example of educating mm. and sharing knowledge yeah. and doing it at a 
at a pace that's understandable. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you haven't heard the the entire podcast, just briefly, entice is a crossover fetish event here at Extasia. Here at Extasia, on a Saturday night swinger night. And June, June, always been a swinger night. Yeah, and June Lola have brought together a whole host of people who. Uh, their hobby is in specific areas and they're passionate about those areas and they bring those those people together and they're showing you know it is a sub couples and single ladies night only but it is just that we came and it was just amazing wasn't it and the reception was brilliant I, I love what i think about pre-covid when you know and i go back now a long long time and i'm going to talk about one particular peer in the community who is highly respected mm. who runs the embargo events yeah um lady selena yeah and you know what she was doing um way back when a long long time ago <laughs> um they found a particular venue where they could practice their bdsm yeah. and it was a swingers club yeah so they would they were probably some of the first how can you put it exponents of actually you know doing what they want to do in a swingers club yeah and people becoming more interested and involved and then you go forward a period of time period of time and i think about the fabulous fridays i used to do in leicester and and this was all pre-covid mm. years ago and the number of curious people and the sharing of knowledge we did then and then yeah. It then evolved into Swink, which we did at Playgrounds, which again, they were always saying to me, do a proper Swink, swink event. And I said, no, keep it at Swingers mm. and let people come and discover yeah. the fetish side of it for themselves. And that's that's the magic of it, is let people come and find it if they want to find it. Yeah. yeah. And the other, the other really good thing uh, this year, I've discovered, well, I didn't discover, I, I, that happened this year. Swingathon. Swingathon. Yep. TFI were there. Yeah. So TFI is yep. a fet event at JD's. Yep. Organised by a good friend of ours. Yep. On the Fridays. On the Fridays. Fridays, Fridays yeah. yeah. And that is, and they had a whole stand there. Yeah. And possibly one of the most popular stands at. Um, yeah. At, at Swingathon. Mm. This is the thing. It is really popular, and people are now wanting to find out more because yeah. they realise that it's not all whips and chains, and, and people going, well, it's S&M, isn't it? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna smack the stuffing out of you because you've been a very naughty boy. Thank you. That really turns me on. Not, <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's all about, you know, it's it's couples wanting to learn more yeah. and add some spice and yeah. some fun to the bedroom. Yeah. And do you know what? Sometimes some of the most amazing orgasms come out from this side of things because oh. you wake up the body mm-hmm. as well as the mind, mm-hmm. and you were not focusing on conventional bits, like trying to dial the television with two nipples and change gear with a gear lever with a cock, and, and go, isn't that lovely? Hey, do you feel really sexy now? No, I don't, thank you. <laughs> the denial of not touching those bits and actually working and worshipping the body and learning each other's bodies and mm. worshipping each other's bodies for what they are, not as, not as you know, a be-all and end-all of a couple of naughty bits. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, and it's something that I think more and more people are waking up to. Yeah. Um, as for us guys that have been sort of practicing for so many years, it's just so exciting to see, you know, people embracing it and wanting to learn it. Yeah. 
Um, and a number of times, I mean, recently I had calls. I, I went to a particular night out and I had no intention of doing anything at all. We went to the theatre, we had a wonderful evening, and I'm sitting downstairs outside this club, just talking to the owners, passing the time of day and just having a laugh and a banter. And this person comes running downstairs saying, Tina, Tina, so-and-so's on the cross. So-and-so wants to learn how to do flogging. Will you, will you, will you please, please, come up? And I'm like, it's like a busman's holiday, isn't it? <laughs> right. and, and, and I sort of went upstairs and I thought, oh my bloody God, it's so-and-so. Really? I never thought you two were into this, you know? <laughs> and it was like, okay, um, gear, who can I borrow? You know, everyone have... Everyone got consent, we bought into this, yeah. And the look of satisfaction on this lady's face when she sort of got the flogger and she'd learned how to do this. I've shown her the techniques and I worked out. Always work out left or right handed and then work your positioning accordingly and then work out your movement so that you're not actually straining anything. You're letting the, you're letting the flogger do the work. Hmm. And it just rested and it, 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 it just... How can you put it? It crashed beautifully without pain across this person's spine, across this person's back, across the top shoulders. And they were like, oh God, they were like, hold on, they're enjoying this. The person that was doing it was like this smug smell of satisfaction on her face. <laughs> and it was like, oh my God, I never thought I, of all people, could do this. Oh, it feels wonderful. And, and okay, you guys have. And I, I was able to step back and just let them do it. And the communication between them and the sensuality that then breathed into that relationship. That second, oh, if you could bottle it and sell it, you'd be worth a million. Yeah, it but would no, be it's indeed. beautiful. Well, I'm out of questions. We, we've oh, asked yeah? them all, we've answered them all. I think so, yes. Anything yeah. else? Anything else? No? No, you know how to find us in yeah. <laughs> if anything else does occur. Well, Tina, thank you very much for joining us today, answering questions and... and Ooh, taking know, over the show. Take, yeah. well, yes, no. brilliant. It's well, I'm here please, to ask please do that again. Yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely serious about this, this future podcast mini-series I'm thinking of Tina's Top Tips. I, I don't mind popping on, because yeah. there's so I many little things. Ideal. I mean, yeah. you know, we talk about top tips and, I mean, these... You never knew about those. Yeah, no, I didn't. I'm exactly. going to get some of those. Yeah. You know, and it's like the whole thing about. So, so to find out what the what, to find out what, what, what Tina just pulled out of her bag, you'll have to wait for the top tips episodes. What's in this bag, I wonder. Oh. Uh, ooh, ooh. Oh. <laughs> I tell you, we're going down Pandora's bag in another episode. I think. Pandora's I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll tell you what. What we'll do is we'll. we'll, we'll but I will we'll, say one thing and one thing only that comes out of Pandora's bag that I absolutely love to bits. And I reckon when the guys at Pineapple were doing this, they must have thought of me because <laughs> I have got a stash of Pineapple blindfolds. They are good. They are they really are good. good. Yeah, we've really got one. We could do some more. And do you know what? They go through the washing machine really well as oh, well. Oh, do they? Yeah. Nice, excellent. Yeah. That's something else as well with your kit. Things like blindfolds. Do you wash your blindfolds? Yeah. Yes. Hoods, and hoods. your hoods. Your hoods. Your hoods. The thing is, her hoods frequently need washing. I've no idea why. I won't go there on that topic because yeah. I think it could be rather <coughs> bit cocky-ish. <laughs> and changing the subject. This uh, week's episode, thank you, boys and girls. <laughs>
thank you so much for listening to the last four episodes of our live uh, podcast recording from last weekend. We had so much fun and thank you to Tina Bontes for coming on. Um, We really loved having you and I'm sure they're in conversation already about this Tina's Top Tips. So watch out for that Um, coming um, in the near future. At some point, we'll, we'll, we'll start talking about it when we know what's happening Um, But we have got another live um, to do this year. We'll be doing it in December. We'll be back at Extasia. Tickets are going to go live shortly, so you'll be able to get them. Um, We'll let you know on social media, so make sure you're following us. You can also sign up to our email list. The link for that is in the show notes. And we'll we'll share a few more spicy things there as well um, and events that we've got coming up. We might even have a Christmas party because we've had a cracking year. So do that and until next time stay kinky just one more thing before you go we found out after we'd recorded um, our live on saturday um, that we have been nominated for the uk fetish awards in the online blog and magazine category We're overwhelmed with excitement for it. We're really proud um, of the year that we've had with the podcast. So we would really appreciate it if you would take just a quick minute to vote. Um, You can vote any day up until the 1st of November and you can do it every day. So if you've got time, we'd really, really appreciate it if you did take a second to vote for us and help us potentially win this award. We're under some against some stiff competition. Um, We've been checking them out and we're like, whoa. But we'd really love to. We're the only podcast nominated, so it'd be really, really great if you could spend just a minute over the next couple of weeks and, well, actually, over the next five weeks and drop us a vote. Thank you very much in advance, and we'll let you know how we get on. We'll be sharing it all on Instagram and Twitter because we'll be going down to the awards. We're so excited. Thanks you in advance, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>